I suddenly gasped and my chest tightened. The room was dark and was vibrating with tension so palpable. As the music began and the lights came up, everything inside me jolted. Tears filled my eyes and streamed down my face. I brushed them away so as not to miss a thing. The elephants, giraffes, and antelope walked, no, strutted past me with incredible pride. The multicolored birds gracefully swooped above and around our heads. Their spirits alive and depicted by these bright, confident, shining, larger-than-life people before me. It was finally starting. The moment I've been waiting for. I'm Pamela Portnoy. I'm Alexa Marie Anderson. And no one's okay. <laughs> that was the first time I saw The Lion King on Broadway. <laughs> oh, I loved it! That was beautiful! I was, like, smiling the whole time. Did you, did you get it? Yeah, I loved that. Yay. I also think that you described Aw perfectly because I was thinking about it and I was like, I feel like Aw is just an overwhelm of like all of the emotions. Yeah. And it's like a combination. I was actually looking it up in the dictionary and I don't remember the precise definition, but it talks about the excitement element, but it also talks about a fear element. Yeah. That's sort of in there. And I get, I understand that because I'm thinking of all the times that I felt what I would say was awe. And it's, it's so like guttural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you feel, I don't know. It's, I just, it's like all the emotions for me, like mushed into one, like, like I tear up maybe Mm -hmm. like I get like goosebumps yeah. Your body's just like experiencing all the feels, I guess. I don't know. Absolutely. And I feel I feel it always in my chest. Uh-huh. Like my tension is normally held like in my chest, neck and shoulders. And so like everything up here tightens. And yeah. It kind of vibrates. And I think when you're seeing something that you're in awe of, or experiencing something that you're in awe of, that feeling of this is so much information mm-hmm. yes. that you're you're trying to process all of it, and sometimes it's too almost too much, and it that's the scary part. It's like, what am I doing with all this information? Yeah, I don't know. That's how I kind of experience it. I feel like I, it's, it's funny you mentioned uh, the first time you saw The Lion King on Broadway because I feel, now that we're describing it, I feel like I feel awe every time the overture to a musical starts when I'm watching. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of excitement, like something is about to happen. I really, that's probably one of my, I was like, obviously I enjoy the entire show, but one of my favorite parts of a musical is the overture. Yeah. The music is so exciting to me and it just like Mm -hmm. sets up the whole scene and especially in like the golden age musicals too. It's very, um, I don't know. It, it, it makes you feel so many things, which is the point of it. It's supposed to set you up for what's happening in the show. Um, it's that feeling of putting on the banana suit 
and getting into the plane and you're like, I'm ready to go. Oh my God. <laughs> you like the getting ready for things to happen. I do. I love anticipation. It's very like, uh, that's more exciting to me, I guess. And then I probably set myself up for failure because then when the thing actually happens, I'm like, because I... Um, unless it's like an incredible like... Unless, yeah, right. Exactly. Well, because I'm sure most of the times that you're experiencing the overture, the show delivers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think I also like, you can get like addicted to that feeling too. So you like build things up and you're, that's a whole nother conversation. But you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's a it's a, it's an adrenaline rush. I wonder. So I guess when you're so awe, and maybe that's the connection to fear as well. Awe is wow, John. <laughs> that is exactly what awe is. But no, <gasps> it's probably so connected to fear because of the adrenaline. It's probably the same rush of adrenaline. Yeah. Say that again. Awe and fear, like you're saying that, like awe. Even though it's like a happy emotion, it is connected to fear. Yeah. In a way, you're feeling all the emotions. It's probably probably because of the adrenaline that you're experiencing in both of them. Yeah. And that's why they feel a little... It's that overwhelm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's the adrenaline. So I think... Which I actually never really thought of thought about before. Like when you feel awe and you feel an awe of something and overwhelmed, like there's a lot of adrenaline connected to that. Yeah. Why are you smiling like that? No, I'm, I'm really like trying to... I'm trying to remember certain times where I felt it. Yeah. And see if I can kind of like bring it back in my body a little bit. I experience it with food sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to the right It's girl. like a really good meal. I love food. I'll get emotional a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's so weird of me, but I do. Like you give me like a really good cheese. <laughs> I'm this was like paired with the wine. You've seen me at wine and cheese night. I, oh yes, I was living my dreams at wine and cheese night. I was in awe then. I miss wine and cheese night. I can't wait for. Let's just say next year or the yeah. year after, whenever we're allowed to go play. But twenty twenty one. Yeah. So like a good, a really good meal. Not, not all the time what because I all have like really good food and it, I think awe is just so specific it has to be a very specific yeah it, it's to do with the well, atmosphere really, yeah what's in front of you it's, it's what a, your expectations are it's a whole experience and I think when you mentioned food like you've probably experienced it at a restaurant that has like a very specific atmosphere a very specific, do you know what I mean? It's the whole package. Yeah. Cause food definitely, I can be in awe of food. Food is, food is life. Food's amazing. But I also think when you go to like, it's the experience that you have with the food and. Uh, yeah. Because I think to be in awe, there's a certain amount. And I think this is maybe where the, I feel like we're like breaking it down. Like we're on a journey right now. You guys, <laughs> we are. I feel like the fear kind of plays in. Maybe because there's a certain amount of surrendering that you have to do to the situation. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause I feel like there are times where I was in a situation or like watching something that I could have been in awe in, but maybe I wasn't in the right 
frame of mind. Yes, headspace too. You have to be like very open and available for it as well. Yeah. I keep thinking of the time we went to listen to classical music. Oh, yeah. Was it a church? It was a church, right? It was a church. Yeah, it was a, it was a candlelit music, classical music concert. Um, well, just one amazingly talented lady yes. on a piano. It wasn't Chopin. It was, it, I, think, I thought it was Chopin. Was it not? Was it? Was it not? Or Vivaldi? I don't remember. I think it was Chopin. Okay, I th- you're probably right. Because I think I remember, because Shane actually listens to it, some sh- Chopin, while he's working sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like I told him about it. He was like, yeah, I listen to him all the time. And it totally, like, took me off guard, because I was like, what? But um, beautiful, beautiful music. That was such an experience. Absolutely. And it was, the whole atmosphere was set with the candles. Mm-hmm. Everyone was most for the most part being quiet and respectful yeah and there to be immersed in this experience yeah that focused on the music and it was it allowed you to have a sense of awe yeah that was such a fun I mean that experience I will probably remember that for the rest of my life honestly I and that's also that's also another moment where Pam thought I checked out because I remember you said after you were like I thought you were sleeping but I think you were just closing your eyes and listening to the music and I was like yes I was (laughs) and of course like (laughs) let's not forget after we leave this concert what do we listen to in the car oh no do we have to tell them (laughs) Pam and I bonded this night (laughs) we were bonded for life now because we realized that Back in the day, we both listened to, dare I say, Tech Nine. Tech Nine. We went from a Chopin Candlelight concert. We did. To blasting Tech Nine in the car. You were like, is, on the way home. You were like, is this okay? Like, we just went full, like, 180. <laughs> you know what? It is okay. It is. That is the it one is. thing that is. We're okay. multifaceted. I'm multifaceted, you shit show. <laughs> That's a little bit of an inside joke. I mean, can we share with our audience somewhat what the context is? Well, this is basically what we say to anyone that's uh, surprised when, by anything we do. I just think when like a guy says you're contradicting yourself, it's like, no, I'm multifaceted. No, I'm human. No, I'm a fucking human. There's more to me than the one thing I said. Yeah. I'm just like... Everything is in black and white. Exactly. I'm just a little riled up now, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm multifaceted, you shit show. I'm multifaceted, you shit show. I basically... (laughs) So basically, yes. A a male... The male species, someone of the male species, (laughs) told me I was contradicting myself multiple times, and I was not happy with that assessment and so I decided to yell at Pam about it yes and I agree with her completely as she drinks her pickle juice did we really have to say this recording sorry hey listen I you guys Alexa told me that pickle juice has electrolytes it does it truly does did we fact check this on the internet? I, mean, I just do what you tell me to do, apparently. So I am drinking straight out of a dill pickle jar. I do it all the time. And also, like, not like not even when I need to. You do? 
I just what? like, I like the taste of it. I'm just like really dehydrated, you guys. So I'm giving this well, a whirl. What's interesting about it is like, there's a lot of sodium in it, obviously, but it's always. I know. I feel very salty. <laughs> but it's always helped me. Like if I come home from a night of drinking and I have some pickle juice before I go to bed, I'm usually okay. That's really interesting. Usually if I have enough water and maybe like a snack. I'm you know great. what's weird? I never want water. I normally drink a ton of water. A ton. But there's a point where like, I, I have no medical knowledge. So please don't like take this as fact. But I feel like when I'm super dehydrated, it's like almost like water isn't enough. Like I need to have like a little bit of Pedialyte or like apparently according to Alexa, pickle juice. Watch me look this up and it's just like so wrong. They're like, you're doing it wrong. Guys, don't get mad at us. But does it not help, Pam? My headache has since subsided. See? I also took two Tylenol like 30 minutes ago. Okay. (laughs) But here's the thing. I never... Are we going to like do WebMD podcast right now? I never (laughs) take Tylenol. I normally take Advil. That's the only thing that cuts it for me. But I've taken a break from the Advil because... Again, don't quote me on this, but I heard that Advil during this particular juncture in the pandemic isn't necessarily the best thing to be taking. That is, I heard that too. I think that is accurate. So I'm laying off the Advil, which is what normally works on me. And I, Tylenol is usually like sugar cubes for me. So I don't know if it's the Tylenol or the pickle juice, but we're going to keep doing both because we're feeling better. I'm going to go with the pickle juice. This is a great fucking picture me with this like briny (laughs) look at all the seeds at the bottom this is amazing this is so embarrassing I was listening to the Enneagram episode and I'm like wow we bared our souls but now on that episode so what right do I have to be embarrassed about saying that I'm drinking pickle juice out of a jar right now you have no reason to be embarrassed not at all I'm sure someone will tell me that I absolutely do have reason to be embarrassed. No, I don't think so. I mean, I sometimes drink olive juice, so. I mean, I, hello, that's in our martinis. I know, but I like will drink. But you just straight? I've got problems. I don't. Does that taste good though? (laughs) No, I'm not judging you. I'm just wondering if it tastes good. It does. I have like a weird. Um, no. So I drink not the so not the Katamala olive juice okay. um, which actually I have made a martini with cardamom olives and it's quite tasty but I like the green like the regular olives like with the like um red thing in the middle not quite sure what that is that's questionable it's like a pimento is that what it is pepper some sort of pepper. yeah I like I don't know yeah I don't know it's probably I'm probably gonna have high blood pressure but <laughs> I'm for sure my head is gonna like start blowing up like a balloon right now <laughs> From all the salt I just ingested. You're probably not supposed to drink as much as I do, but like it is helpful when you have drank too much. Honestly, I feel much better. So, see? You guys, again, disclaimer we are not doctors. Don't drink pickle juice if you don't want to. (laughs) 
Unless you want to, unless you really like pickles, then you. I like. I feel like I have high respect for our listeners, and I feel like we shouldn't have to say that. But you never know. Yeah. You never know. I also want to clarify that it is dill pickle juice. Yes, that's what I'm having. Yes, dill pickle. Like, don't drink sweet pickle juice. I don't think that's the same effect. You know what? This is not the first time I've tried this remedy, and I, I. The sweet pickles were the only thing at my disposal oh. the first time I tried it, and it still worked. Oh, it still worked. Okay, that's it good still worked. That's good to know. Yeah, I, I don't know if it had to do with the tart because I feel like the sweet pickles still have sugar in it, so it's probably not helping. But I noticed a difference. I am a um, hardcore dill pickle person. I very much so dislike sweet pickles love sweet pickles I don't feel the I don't see the point what do you mean you don't see the point like why do I want my pickles sweet why not I would just eat a cucumber then cucumbers aren't it's not the I same. know I don't like cucumbers though it's like if you like pickled things like I'm a sucker for pepperoncinis. oh I like pepperoncinis, but not as much as I like pickles I think I like pepperoncinis more, but I wasn't about to drink pepperoncini. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Although I have done it, you have. I like I said, I've got issues. You and I need to do an episode where we make I just different like martinis. I just had this idea where we try out the different olive juices with the different olives, and then maybe like we we're just talking about how can you make a martini with pickle juice. I think you can. Because I know people do, like, pickleback shots. Yeah, pickle juice and whiskey. Yes, which that's something I need to try as, like, a whiskey person. It's pretty good. I think I've done one. I haven't had it yet. And then, so, like, would pickle juice work in a martini? I don't know. Would, can we have a spicy martini with, like, pepperoncini juice? That sounds disgusting, but I'm going to try it. (laughs) I mean, if you add gin, I feel like it'll be good. The thing is, I feel like your body responds to gin better than my body responds to gin. It's okay. Your body responds better to whiskey than my body. That's true. Let's not forget. And you know what? I think I'm okay with where the chips have landed. <laughs> yeah. I, I let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> fall where they may. Because let's, for- like, let's not forget the one night I drank one too many old fashions. Didn't turn, turn, out, didn't turn out good for me. Yeah. When I drink too much gin, uh, this is like TMI, but like I've gotten sick from drinking too much gin before, and it's different than getting sick from other alcohol. There's something sparkling about getting sick off of it. It's like really special and disgusting. Does that make sense? (laughs) Stop laughing. (laughs) You know what's weird? I've never gotten sick from drinking gin. I definitely have gotten sick from drinking gin. Must be nice. But, you know. How did we get on this time? I don't know. Ah, that's what we're supposed to be 22 minutes in and we're disgusting. I'm in awe that we just talked about that. (laughs) I am truly in awe. I will be in awe if we don't edit that out. We quite literally went from talking about Chopin to... I created a beautiful story to start this episode off. And look where we landed. Oh, God. Okay. Here's the other thing that mm-hmm. I've become very bad at. I used to get a compliment that I used to keep the show on track fairly well. Out the window in this episode, for sure. 
tangent galore. I know that was never in the I knew that was never gonna be in the cards for me because you do that very well. You do it well all the time. Really? I feel like I'm really good at getting people off topic in real life though. Not on the show. You always steer us correctly, but we're just not doing so hot today. No. I also feel like I ate too many Skittles. <laughs> so anyway, when else do you <laughs> experience? Okay, you know what I was going to say? <laughs> I love this episode so much. What's happening? Guys, I don't know. There's a, there's a pandemic happening. We're trying our best. But I was going to say... So relating this to our acting, I feel like awe is a really difficult emotion to portray. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Literally. All right. We've lost I her. I started portraying it. We've lost her. Yeah. I think it's very similar to why people say that listening is hard when you're an actor. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people try to do things to look like they're listening. Yeah but they're not actually listening. Yeah. So I think all could be similar to that maybe because as we mentioned, when you're in awe of something, you're just processing information. Right. You're not necessarily emoting, you know, like when you're upset or angry, awe is taking it all in. And I think everyone could have different reactions to it as well. Like someone might cry. Someone might start mm-hmm. laughing. I always cry. I definitely, like, have, like, a, a well of tears. Like, the tears start to well sometimes. But I mostly, I always will get goosebumps when I'm in awe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. But that's really hard. Like, how cool would it be if I could give myself goosebumps on command? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, if you think about something, giving you the chills, something freaking you out, something making you cool. Yeah. Or you could just like focus turn, enough. I think you can get you your body like, to do it. You're doing a self tape. You could just turn your air up. You know, pro tip. Cheater, <laughs> cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> or you could just I don't know, poke yourself in the eye. Or you could just punch yourself in the face to make you cry for yourself. <laughs> on your foot. You're laughing, but like I'm like. There have been times where, like, I've... Whatever it takes to get the job done. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. Don't hurt other people. Oh, yeah. Yourself. No. I mean... No, please don't. Please don't let our stupidity... Please don't. Other times that you've felt in awe of something. Um, The first play I ever saw, I was in awe of... It was a professional production at um, the university I went to. And it was August Osage County. Oh, yeah. It's a great play. Yeah, and I um, I remember, it's, it's a long play too. It's like three hours. And I remember going into it and this is obviously my first play. I've only ever seen musicals before, before this point. And I remember going into it, I'm like, this is a three hour play. Like, and like, there's no music. Like, what's going to happen? Like, am I going to live? Like, I was like, am I going to make it? Um, But I was blown away by how captivating it was, how raw that script is. Like, I laughed, I cried, all of the things. And I was 
thoroughly entertained. And that's when I think I really actually that's I think when I really, really fell in love with acting. Yeah, the performance was just beautiful. And I was so in awe of how raw it was because I think in musical theater land, not that not that it isn't raw and there isn't like tough, um, tough plots and, you know, there's sad moments and all of that stuff. But it's just a different it's just it's a little bit of a different playing field. And I really appreciated how rough around the edges it was. That was definitely an awe moment for me. Yeah. What about you? I remember, I remember when I uh, was in my freshman year of college, I had the opportunity to travel to India for five weeks with a group of friends. And we went really early in the morning. Um, I think it was like five in the morning to go see the Taj Mahal. Um. And I was very sick, but I remember being there and I was just, I didn't know what to say. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I just did a sigh because I kind of got transported. Um, The intricacy of the marble and the story of the building and being there at that hour. That's actually my favorite time of day Mm. is uh, dawn and Mm. everything's just more still and the color of the sky and the crispness of the morning. That is absolutely my favorite time of day. And I also think it's the most um, sparkly because everything is starting to wake up. And so I think it was a combination of the atmosphere and I was really overwhelmed by all the sites that we were getting to visit already. But I remember getting there and just being like, wow, completely in awe. Also, I just thought of this and like, I haven't thought of this in a while. When I was uh, studying abroad, I had the privilege of doing a master class with Fiona Shaw. And I remember... I got called up to do an exercise with her on the stage and I don't remember what the exercise was. I was just like, I'm on stage with the other shop. Okay. Yeah. I got to go sit down now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm all red thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Just that feeling of your face getting hot. It's very similar to like when you're feeling vulnerable or angry. It's like the rush of that's probably the adrenaline, like that what makes your face hot. Totally. Oh my gosh. I love your story about the Taj Mahal. I need to travel more. I need to like see more things. I feel like that's something There's so I, much I'm... to be in awe of when you when you travel. I want to go on a trip with you. Yeah. No, I, I need to like, I need to do more things. Like I do a lot of hikes, obviously around the Los Angeles area. And there've been times where I've been in awe of like the scenery here and things like that. What about the first time you went to see the Pacific Ocean? Malibu, definitely. The first time I went to Malibu, I was definitely in awe of Malibu because the beaches on the East Coast are just very different. Yeah. The terrain Oh, actually, I have a really great, yeah. So driving through the canyon on the way to Malibu, totally in awe. Like coming from the East Coast, like you don't see things like that. 
the terrain is so different and just being like on like I think it's Ma- I think it's Malibu Canyon Road if I'm not mistaken uh yeah yeah that I think that was one of the first I think me and my mom and my dad drove on that road down to Malibu together when I first moved and it was like so beautiful and you just felt so tiny mm-hmm you just feel so tiny compared to the, you know what I mean? The huge Canyon. And I, I just, that's why I want to go to the Grand Canyon too. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Neither have I. You know, we were planning on doing this. This is what was going to be the the story for our uh, episode. Rip the, <laughs> yeah, rip our plans because of the pandemic. All right. But, uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll go. do an update. Yes. An awesome update wow she's punny today (laughs) also like weren't you in awe when you were parachuting down from skydiving oh yeah wow john yeah that was a crazy awe moment yeah to be just floating to be alive well to be alive (laughs) (laughs) but also to just be like floating in space legitimately yeah nuts I, I like this one. I like exploring awe. Yeah. Because it's processing and it's learning and it's responding. It's being purely in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like you can feel it in so many different ways and it's still awe. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was just waiting for it. <laughs> uh, are there any particular performances that stand out to you? that either portray awe or that, you know, other than August Osage County, any, anything that, that when you think of awe, what performances do you think of? Oh my gosh. Hold on. I know exactly what I was going to say, but I just forget the person's name. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Um, when Jennifer Hudson sings and I'm telling you. Okay. That gets me every single time. I've listened to it so many times. Also, like, maybe done a couple performances lip syncing it in my room. <laughs> I, when she sings that song, that to me is all the emotions. And, like, happy, sad, angry, everything. Yeah. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yes, an overwhelm of emotions. That's how I feel when I listen to Whitney Houston. Oh, yes, Whitney. Her music always gets me emotional. Oh, you know who else I'd love to see live? Who? Do you ever listen to Bocelli? Oh, yeah. I I, I was lucky enough to see him live no! a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I am... At the Hollywood Bowl. It was so nice. Oh, I'm so jealous, Pam. It was amazing. I love him. You and I need to go see Taylor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do we talk about her? Guys, we're big Taylor Swift fans. I think we've mentioned it before. She's a fierce lady. Alexa and I bonded over our love for her. I don't have many friends that are that into her. So Alexa is my go-to in all Taylor Swift discussions. Yes, yes, yes. I obsessed with folklore. It's beautiful. It's my favorite thing she's put out. It's so different. Very different. It's weirdly what I expected and needed. The night it came out, I dimmed all the lights. I lit candles and I poured myself a whiskey and I listened to her album all the way through. And it was 
spectacular way to spend my evening. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a different, it's a whole different vibe than what you're used to when you listen to her, but it's a good, it's a good different. Um, I think this was her first alternative album. Yeah. It took me a while to adjust. Like I started listening to it and I was like, what's happening? Like I was waiting for it to pick up, you know? I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. And then it didn't. And I was like, you know, I can, I can dig this. I can dig this. Speaking of all, I, that Bonnie Vera song. Oh, I know. His voice, his vocals on that track when everything kind of combines with hers and like it escalates that, that really got me. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's a really good, like in your feels awe. Yes. You feel, yes, it relates. I have, I have one before we move on to our last segment. I always bring up Harry Potter, but this is so appropriate. And it's seeing Harry and Ron take in Hogwarts for the first time from the boats and looking at it. Um, Rupert Grint, who plays Ron has an incredible ability to play awe and wonderment. And he's he's so cute when he took in, he's like, wow, like (laughs) taking in the castle. So gorgeous. And I relate it. Like I had the same exact moment when I went to universal studios to see Harry Potter world for the first time. And I got to be Ron. I got to be like, wow. <laughs> I love that. It's like so geeky, but like, it's so true. I wish there was like, like Lord of the Rings. Like I wish they did like their own theme park. Oh, it would be wild and crazy. I know. Why isn't that a thing though? I'm sure it- it could be one day. I'm putting it out. It would be. It's such a big world. I know also. you're right. It's so big. So I don't. I don't know how they would do it, but I. I would love to see it. I know. Love to see it. I would love to see it. That would be nuts. I just would want to be. I don't know. I. I really like Lord of the Rings. I kind of geek out on that. So I love Lord of the Rings too. The the soundtrack. The soundtrack. I listen to the soundtrack oh, when I want to get amped up. Yeah. Um, before an audition sometimes that that's that's one of the li- the albums i listen to yeah that soundtrack is so epic yeah so i know we sort of got into it but is there anything you'd like to add about your okayness or non-okayness because no one's okay i'm doing pretty great did shan do anything else no <laughs> it's doing good actually You're really, you sound surprised. No, I'm not. I'm honestly. I knew it would go well. I'm very excited. I'm no, I know. I'm not, I'm not shocked. I just, yeah, I overthink everything. But honestly, I, it's so weird, like, because I love to cook. Pam knows this. I love to cook. And I thought I'd be the one cooking all the time. But because he works from home and he apparently also likes to cook, he's been, like, cooking all the time, which is great. Like, I come home from work and he's, he's cooking. Yay. It's like kind of amazing. That is amazing. I know. I like it. He made us, we ate carne asada stuffed peppers tonight. How were they? Very good. That sounds delicious. Yeah, Pam, you would love it actually. 
like you I guys gotta make me stop. Yeah, we will. I I was like when we I was socially distanced picnic. I know. I was like, I'm just gonna you were talking about how you need food. I was like, I'll just send Shane over, he'll cook for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll send him I over have, like one thing left. I need to do a grocery haul. I'll send him over in a hazmat suit and he can cook for you. <laughs> You both come over in hazmat suits. Yes. You do the laundry. Yes, I got you. Well, that's the thing. Speaking of... My laundry's done. I'm saying your laundry. Well, right. Exactly. I know. I need to do our laundry. But I've been... So that's the thing. Like, that's our little... That's been, like, our trade-offs. Like, I've been doing the laundry and cleaning, and he's been cooking. I I think I like that. Yeah. I like that. I prefer to do the laundry over dishes, though. Dishes are my least I've favorite. been doing so because he's cooking, I've been doing the dishes. Like actually I so I didn't have time to do them before we jumped on this podcast. So I have a bunch of dishes waiting for me to do because I told him to Same them. girl, same. I always have some sort of dish waiting. So I gotta do that. You know this. It's all good. In your defense, you don't have a dishwasher. So like that's true. I feel like that's valid. Yeah, but it gets out of hand to the point where I'm like using measuring spoons for spoons. You, her face, you guys. Her face. You're gonna say like I've been using the look of sheer terror on this chick's face. It's not that bad. I have used it to like stir, but I haven't like. Okay, I'll wash a spoon if I need it. Got it. You got it. I mean, that's bad. Listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. The day that happens, I'll i'll know something is really wrong i'm just gonna have to come over immediately the second you tell me i just ate out of a measuring cup i'm just gonna be like i'm coming over i'm gonna help me i'm on the floor with my measuring cups peel me off the floor peel me off the floor please (laughs) it's kind of similar to the time um i saw a cockroach in my closet when pam was there oh my god and i was like not okay and she was like we can't care beyond short circuiting it was the night of the infamous yes almost break-in yes and i'm like we gotta go it's three in the morning she's packing a bag and she's like not till i find the roach like meanwhile like of all nights like i've never seen a cockroach in my apartment ever and i on the night of all nights and i haven't seen one since i also sprayed like a maniac like i literally went to home depot got bug spray right away but who knows like it probably you were probably right it probably came in with your laundry i think that's what happened yeah cuz my laundry room probably is not the best yeah it's i definitely think i brought it in with my laundry cuz that's where i keep my laundry in my closet but i literally was like short circuiting and pam was like we can't care we have to go and I was like, all right, <laughs> I guess we're leaving it. Not until every stir- stone has been turned. I was like ready to lose my goddamn shit. Like I was like, we're like, I have to move. And you were like, it's going to crawl into a dark place and it's going to die. We're leaving. And I was like, okay. I'm sorry if I stressed you out. No, I, I, I think I, I needed have, that. Has it turned out? It was like, no, it hasn't. I think it was like the slap in the face I needed. You know, like it was like, I mean, I, I thought I was pretty, no, you did calm. No, you did. Like, I don't, it's not like I yelled. You were great. No, you were great. You were like, it's fine. You're like, it's going to be okay. We're going to, and like, no, it was exactly what I needed. Cause like, I was about to like lose every brain in my head in that moment. And I thought it's that thing when you're not in control of a situation, you find the smallest thing to try to control. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I was like, not, I, I just, I was really just ready to unravel. And Pam was like, not today. We're leaving. No. <laughs> You're like, not no, today. Not today. I don't, we don't have time for this. It's like, today. we don't have time for this. Not today. We gotta go. <laughs> I was like, all right. Very good. Um, Are you okay? You can ask me. I, Thank I you. was so. <laughs> Are you okay, Pam? So I am not okay. I am doing better than okay. I've been pretty productive for the most part. Today I gave myself a little bit of a break from it, but for the most part I've been fairly productive. I always feel great when I podcast with you. And I'm just learning to like go a little bit easier on myself. Yeah. Because I can be pretty harsh. Like today, for instance, I wasn't feeling 100%. So I kind of took it easy. I did some reading. I got some work done. But I sort of took it easy. And under normal circumstances, I would just be berating myself. I'd be like, how dare you (laughs) not be as productive as you possibly can. But I've decided that I'm going to be okay with it today. Yeah, you got to be easy on yourself sometimes. I I have that same same problem. And I think that's honestly what quarantine has kind of taught me too, like is that I have to just like give myself a break sometimes. Yeah. Sweet. Yay. I think this was awesome. It was great. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all the things. If for some reason you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at no one's okay. And a special thanks to Jordan Ross Weinhold, Sean Moore, Jason Crow, Claire Palmer, Jackson Palmer, Tiffany Hamoff, Shane Rings, James Liddell, and our podcast is recorded at Soundworks Studios. We can't wait to meet you. Jason listens to it. He's like, don't, don't, don't. He's like, don't put this one out. Don't put this don't one Don't do out. it. <laughs> I love how we're just making him a third party in this. He's not here. It's really he's not, he's here. not here. It's just that's how much we miss Should him. Should we have like, him? Like, can we just have him hop on Squadcast with us one night? Like, I just uh, think it needs to happen. Jason, can you do an episode with us? Real question. Please. Thanks. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> okay. Okay.